Welcome to Just a Phase, a podcast about modern parenting. Episode 20, the one with the rat. Today, Whitney and I catch up on the past few months, look ahead to fall, and reveal some pretty interesting highs and lows from our respective summers. Plus, rodents. The Thanatos moment. And our ongoing debate about traveling with kids. Hello, I'm Drew Ludwig, father to three daughters, ages 5, 7, and 10. And I'm Whitney Crispell, mom to two girls, ages two and a half and nine months. And we are officially back. This is season two of Just a Phase, so we've lasted longer than anyone thought we would. (laughs) Uh, And we've got new and exciting features and topics rolling out over the next few months. But one thing that hasn't changed is we still need a swear word warning. So... We'll keep the swears to a minimum. If your kid learns a new word, it's your fault, not ours. You've been warned. Drew, how are you? I am doing well. It's I, um. Oh, go ahead. It's like September is a hard month. I know. You were saying that as you walked in. It's like everything starts happening again. And I liked it when nothing was happening. Yeah. That's, I hear you. that's a really good thing. But uh, we've all we've all survived the summer and everyone is back to school and liking school. And so parenthood is in fall phase. Yeah, I as the parent who doesn't have kids in school, I'm definitely still in this like no summer is not over until, you know, the 20s of September. Yeah, that's a lot. And that's, yeah. Labor Day happened, football season happened, school happened, it's on. Doesn't matter if it's still 90 degrees occasionally. Yeah. 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 So, um, the excitement for this year in our school routine, Mm -hmm. uh, three daughters, three different schools. I was just going to ask you if they're all in, in different places. Yes. Jesus, how does that work? So far, so good. Okay. Because, um, like, we're each girl is in the school that we want them to be in or that they want to be in. Um, I've, I'm not always a good, like, co parent when it comes to the morning routine, but this year that has to happen. Yeah, there's um, no choice. <laughs> so, you know, I'm the one that gets my youngest on and off the bus. Okay. Uh, Janelle takes care of the other two, so she's still winning. Although, we're finally at the stage now where the, our oldest. Walks to the bus stop by herself and home from the bus stop by herself. Uh, does her homework on her own. Congratulations. on the bus. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Um, so and uh, so we're making the switch, and it hasn't been as uh, stressful as we imagined it might be. Do they? Do they all? They all take the bus, or because wasn't the one middle, of them walking? Yeah, if two were walking before the oldest changed school, so. The schedule is the oldest gets on the bus, then the middle one walks with mom to uh, school, and then I put the youngest on the last bus. What time does that morning routine end? Like, what time are you standing in the I'm house the by yourself? One. Like, and yeah, so the silence. last bus is supposed to arrive at eight twenty. It usually arrives by eight thirty, mm-hmm. um, which is good because if I'm not putting a kid on the bus, I start my workday right at nine. But now I start half an hour or 15 minutes earlier and I make sure I start then yes yeah. I can stretch that nine sometimes were you by the end of the summer were you like ready to get back in the routine well no you just said you didn't want to <laughs> no but I did want the kids to go to school yeah like you wanted to personally keep doing nothing yes but you wanted but them I, to be I, gone I was waiting for the opportunity to do nothing alone <laughs> right so it's Ooh, amazing. I can relate like, to that <laughs> I am such an 
extrovert, but having kids just like wakes up the inner introvert. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm going to be by myself. Mm-hmm. That's that's a thing now. I never had that thing before I had kids. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I had it and I still have it a lot. <laughs> and you never get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, the, the routine hasn't changed for you so much. Not, I mean, not a ton, no. But I will say one big difference is that I was really, whoa, hey, Cease. I was uh, really making use of all the babysitters I had. So we had two college-aged babysitters and then a high schooler. And they mm-hmm. just were all, I mean, they all had like part-time jobs. But for yeah. the most part, I could text the three of them, you know, at yeah. like 10 o'clock. And be like, what are you doing tomorrow morning at 9.30? And be like, nothing. nothing. Yeah. I'm like, well, can you come over for an hour and a half so I can go do something by myself? Sure. You know, like it, so September hit, they went back to school and uh, I'm feeling it. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Like, oh, I have to take the kids everywhere and, or whatever. It's just, or it's, it's just a lot harder to find a babysitter. And the other thing that is a big change for me is that, you know, as someone who's home, with my kids during the day, it's like super important to have other parents that are home so you don't go crazy or that have a similar schedule to you, whether they work from home or what, and can kind of sneak away occasionally. One of those big support people for me is my sister-in-law. Right. But she just sent her youngest to preschool five days a week. Yeah. So she is like, you know, drunk with freedom right now. And I am so happy with her for her. But I also am a little, yeah, and like, and, and, you know, and some, she keeps saying like, I can, I can take the girls from you, but I don't want to encroach on her time. I don't know. In some ways she's like more available, but then less available than ever because she's not going to be in that, the same routine as me. So right, I've been a little, like, I'm so happy for her, but I've been a little bit like sad for me. (laughs) So selfish. (laughs) This is, I told her, I'm like, I'm jealous of you. Mom buddies, (laughs) mom friends. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Um, and we you had the experiment, because I was involved, I found her for you. You had that, like, mother's oh, yeah. helper thing. Yeah. Did that continue? Yeah, so I, I had, um, actually, Janine, who was on the podcast. <laughs> okay, so I was actually hoping this would happen, if everybody heard that, which I know they did. This is a new thing that Cece is doing. She wants to be on a podcast? Yeah, apparently. No, this, like screeching at the top of her lungs thing is a is a new thing for us the past two days so okay that's been interesting wanting food yeah but screeching is it just for wanting food or no is it it's just for any attention yeah. any attention it's very effective mm-hmm. very effective anyway um yeah janine who has been on our podcast before um i had her older child samantha come and be a mother's helper and we did do it for a little for probably like a handful of times over the summer she would come over and kind of hang out with the with the girls while I did stuff around the house and that was really helpful I would say we didn't do it as much as I wanted um because between our schedule and then she's a busy kid who had a lot of camps to go to yeah sometimes we couldn't make it work but um but when she did come over it was really helpful to just have an older kid to basically play with Viv while I cleaned up the kitchen or you know did whatever it's huge yeah so yeah. Someday you'll be old, your kids will be old enough that you can just say, go play outside. And uh, 
that's what we do. Looking forward to that. Looking yeah. forward to that. You don't even have to say it. They like playing outside. Their friends are outside. Yeah. 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 That's a good scream. I'm editing that one out. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to go over the parenting highs and lows uh, that that our listeners have been waiting to hear hear about, right? And uh, do you want to start first? Do you want to give us a... Well, do you want to start with good news or bad news? Like, what was the... I'll start with the good news. Um, okay, so my summer... I guess my summer high would definitely be... Um, spending time at the lake. So Sean is from uh, the Finger Lakes part of New York State, and his mom has a, a cottage that's been in her family forever. She Her parents bought it when she was a kid. And we spent time there, um, which is fun. But what's really been cool is seeing Viv, just it, seeing it become over the summer a place that Viv is obsessed with. You know, it's like it's where her cousins are. There's certain toys that she has there, like a scooter and these, you know, play bikes that she rides all day. And she's just, it, it's just cool to see like all these traditions kind of developing developing, and for her to become obsessed with it and, and love it so much. So that's been, that was really, really cool. The low <laughs> is pretty gross. You thought that. Me talking about the scabies my family had. That was fun. Was the grossest thing that I'll share in this podcast. Well, this one takes the cake. Um, as as many of you all know, I've been in the midst of an ongoing home renovation project. It's still going on. We're almost done. It's been 10 months. Um, the, just for the people listening, the kitchen looks fantastic. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. So it's it's still going on in the kind of the height of the kitchen renovation piece this summer when we didn't when we only had like subfloors, um, we dealt with a rat in our house. Um, my neighbor was over, happened to see it, and our contractor saw it first. My neighbor kept insisting that it was an adult mouse, <laughs> and then I saw it and was like. <laughs> It's a rat. It's just straight up a rat. Yeah. It's, it's like really dark gray. It's big. It's a rat. Yeah. So it was pretty bold, like for a few days, pretty bold. We'd see it a lot during the day. You know, even if like we managed, I mean, obviously we like cleaned everything up at night. It was just still fine stuff. It yeah. was like awful. And we would see so we'd see evidence of it. So we like went to town setting traps. My dad came over and like set, put poison up in the basement and everything. And which I learned afterwards is not a good idea to have poison. I'll tell you why. But anyway, so we set all these traps up. We went away for the weekend um, around July 4th and came back. No rat trapped. We were really disappointed. Came back on a, like a Tuesday morning from a long weekend. Tuesday afternoon, I sat down with the girls on the couch and noticed a smell immediately as I was like snuggling with the girls on the couch. You smelled it on the couch. Smelled. As I was sitting on the couch, I noticed like a really foul, decaying scent. So I thought, huh, I bet that rat died behind this couch. Like that was my first thought. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. So I got the girls. I'm like, let's not hang out in here today. Let's, you know, we'll hang out somewhere else. Sean got home. I made him like, I was like, all right. You, you just have to abandoned do this the room. Me. You didn't even look for it. Yeah. No, no. 
Yeah. So speaking for Sean, we love when that happens. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> you have to pull this. I was like, you have to pull this couch out and see if the rat's there. Yeah, I, it's oh, man. I really just reverted totally to like traditional gender roles. I'm like, you're dealing with this. I am not. I have dead rodent duty in my house too. Yeah, almost exclusively. So I. So anyway, he pulled the couch out, found tons of rat poop, no rat. So I'm like, what? I'm on the porch with the girls watching him through the window. He's like flipping the couch upside down, cutting it open, cutting Whoa. like it open, cutting cushions open. Cutting cushions open? Yeah, like un- or cutting underneath and then like tr- not cutting yeah. cushions open, but like our, you know, almost cutting cushions open. So we're like convinced that the rat's in there because it smells so bad, but we can't find it. Finally, Sean starts like feeling around and... I feel like, like <laughs> if this is a real podcast, we should go to a commercial break right now or ask people to come back next week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to do a cliffhanger. <laughs> I think okay, you know where this is. Cliff- I think you know where this is heading. Well, did he pull the rat? Was there a rat in there? Long story short, rat. We he he found the rat in the like armrest of the couch, like right underneath. You can kind of see did its he have body. To touch it? We, our friend Matt was on his way over to get his bike from our basement. So we made him carry the couch outside to the driveway because we didn't want to open it up inside the house and have it stink. We cut open the armrest and there was this. You cut the armrest? Yeah. We got a new couch. There is an enormous dead rat just in the armrest of our couch. That's right. So clearly this rat is a final F you to us just decided to go die inside our couch yeah. like that's that's what it did because they can chew through anything they can chew through plywood i think it just it took the poison and was like screw you if i'm going down i'm going down in a big way so that's why you in say our couch is bad not because like yeah and i've since damage or- well that too but i've also learned they like that's what they do they go like die in walls and then your house stinks forever unless you want to cut your wall open and get the dead rat out Okay. It's awful. So that was definitely our low. Um, in the midst of our like renovation, we just we like got a new couch, cheap couch, but we just like could not handle the thought of having this dead rat couch in our house anymore. It was disgusting. Maybe I'll post a, the picture is really incredible. Um, I don't know yet if I want to post it online. <laughs> Because yeah. we'll see. But if you want it, folks, email me and I'll send it to you. It is disgusting. And now, like, Viv has been talking about it, like, nonstop. She still brings it up. Like, when we walk in the house, she goes, hey, rat. Rat in the couch. Tells wow. people. Like, shut up, kid. Yeah. If any of my family are listening, you absolutely cannot tell our my Aunt Judy. You told the internet. You can't tell my Aunt Judy about this. Yeah, but she's, like, 78. She's not going to hear about it. Okay. Don't tell her because she'll never come over. So, anyway... Highs going to the lake, low the time a the rat died rat. in my couch So my wife while I, I sat there with my children. We very rarely buy new furniture, but when we bought a new house, we went to Raymore and Flanagan and bought new couch, matching love seat, and even, and this is, I know in general this is a bad idea, but the guy sold hard on the extended warranty, and he's like, you can return it for anything. And I wonder if I had to cut out a dead rat, it gets covered with the extended warranty. 
Did you try? <laughs> did you, do you, you're, you're too smart to buy warranties. Yeah, but we, we, no, actually I think we, we did have like a stain guard or something. Ours is from well, Value City Furniture or something. <laughs> but yeah, no, a rat did not count. Did not count. We actually brought it back inside because we felt really guilty about putting it out at the curb. We we're like, this is Someone's so wasteful. Pick it up. Dude, oh. Someone did. Yeah. But then did we got like- it back in our house and we were like, nope, can't do it. Like we were just like too skeeved out by it. Oh, yeah. So then, okay. Did yeah. you like post a warning? Like free couch had dead rat inside. No. Terrible person. Wow. I know. We should have. I just didn't think anyone would take like, it. If but I find the couch, uh, like the rat was out when you threw away the couch, right? Yeah. So it's like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. I think you did the right thing. Thank you could have ruined a couch for someone and they're happy. Now they're it. just happy. They got a blanket covering the spot. Yeah. Why is this armrest cut open? Don't ask. They probably had money in it. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Highs, lows of your summer? So I'm going to start with the low. And this is just like a really like privileged thing to say. So I'll own it and uh, explain it. Um, but the low for me was actually vacation. Um, <laughs> okay. Do tell. Yeah. So... W- we went to Cape Cod. Cape Cod is beautiful and wonderful, and there's beaches and seals, and we found a house that was, like, inland, so, like, we could rent a big, beautiful, like, colonial house for a reasonable price, and people were nice. Um, what was lousy about it is um, this summer, my uh, grandmother entered hospice care, and we knew that that was coming and we knew that it was a process and it would take time. So like when she started hospice care, I visited her and we thought about it, but like, then I kind of like stopped actively thinking about it. Is, where is she in hospice in, in, in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the day before vacation, like I thought it was going to be a like slower process, but I figured the day before vacation, Oh, I better check. So I call my dad, and he's like, oh, yeah, she'll probably die, like, I don't know, early in the week, and we'll have a funeral at the end of the week. Oh. (laughs) So I spent my vacation, like, waking up every morning, checking my phone to see if Grammy died. Um, And did did she? She did, but not while I was on vacation. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, we didn't have to do an emergency trip home, which was nice. But, like, still, it was, like, one of the least relaxing like yeah. times away right and like everything that I've complained about on the podcast like kids traveling and everything like that actually went pretty well so oh, good. score one for team Whitney I guess although um, I gotta tell you I'm getting closer to I think it has to, to, to do with team the age it's an age children. thing 100% so mine are growing out having are one growing having especially having one child that's young Man, yeah, it's bliss. So, and then there's the <laughs> yeah, whole I'm sorry. thing, hmm. you know, where we took vacation with with family, with my in laws, um, parents, or Chanel's dad, his wife, and my brother in law and his girlfriend, and they're all wonderful people. But there's like contrasting ways of yeah. doing vacation yep, and totally interacting with kids, and and we added a dog to the mix again, just to dogs, make it fun. But <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, vacation was the low light, but that sets up the highlight, Okay. um, 
which is another like weird and perverse thing to say, but um, after the vacation, Grammy did in fact die, and we went to Pittsburgh for the memorial service. And uh, my family, like, I really like them, and like we had a wonderful celebration of her life, and got to see all the cousins and aunts and uncles, and um, yeah, like. it's, it was as happy as a funeral could be um, without being, like, unreasonable or psychotic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I think I'll say that that was the, the highlight of my summer. Um, oh, and parenting question. I, yes. I did take my ADHD meds today. Okay. <laughs> if you were bringing your children to a place with an open casket, would that be a good thing or a bad thing? Would you... We How would you do it? We so we actually talked about this. Did we? Like a couple times uh, briefly because one of our last podcast so in June we had two people pass away on the same day. Oh, I don't know if you remember. Right. Yeah. And I was saying that my one of the one of the services had a, an open casket and my kids didn't pay attention to it at all but my nephews, one of my nephews was interested and saw it and I mm-hmm. but I just sort of said like ugh glad I didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. So yeah. But he was interested I, and not like terrified or Right. Weepy. Not scared. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um I think I think my brother in law took him over and they, you know, they said a prayer together or something like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I what did you do? Um so I'm in the if you see a body it helps you understand what death is and make mm-hmm. it final and things like that. So mm-hmm. I was okay with it, but not everybody is in that camp. Yeah. Um, so um, we did that and my, my kids were curious and kind of, you know, lingered and looked and talked about it and I think it was okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Have they had questions after? Um, it, a few, but not nothing too. Yeah out there or weird so um and i think they're really at like the the right age where like they can process it but it's not going to cause like an existential freak out do you remember when you started like actually explaining what death means (laughs) sorry to get real heavy but i've had this come up a couple times where so like viv the summer really liked the movie up watching it a lot and she would always ask me what happened to the lady in the beginning yeah and i would say like she died she's gone was she, or, but, every, and then sometimes, sometimes I would just say she went to sleep. Yeah. For, you know, a really long time. Um, and then she has asked a few times about um, one of the people that, that passed away in June that we were close to. And she still asks about him every once in a while. We go to Sean's office because it was his, it was his law partner and asks where he is. Yeah. And we just sort of say, he's not there. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, Do you say gone? Like, I, I don't like know. To say it, died. it varies. It varies. Sometimes I say yeah. gone. Sometimes I say died. And every time I'm like, what am I doing here? Like self. <laughs> what are you doing here, Whitney? What's yeah. the plan? <laughs> so what I do is, and my plan is just be like straightforward and honest. Like I, not just with kids, but in general, like try to avoid euphemisms. And so they died. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, my kids have like, They've, like, their biggest worry was 
Like, oh, that means that you're going to die sometime. Yeah, did they make that connection? They did. Um, and I still, you know, try to be straightforward right. yeah. and say, well, yes, but we don't think it's going to be anytime soon. I mean, we, you know, we're going to be here for as long as we can, and we love you, and we're going to take care of you and stick around. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So That makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and like... Kids make sense of it in kids' ways, and, like, I mean, adults never, like, totally make sense of everything, but, right. like, if you just kind of, like, put everything out there on the table, right. that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. 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 So, it was, well, for the longest time, we'd drive past cemeteries, and they'd be like, that's where the dead people are. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. True. <laughs> so. Aww. Yeah, I, I'm glad you had a nice celebration with your family, though. It was a nice celebration. Yeah. Death can... Death does that, though. I mean, I can think back on times in, like, my childhood where we, pe- I can think of certain times people passed away, and it really did bring my family together. Yeah. In big ways. I had a cousin that passed away when I was um, in high school, but he was sick for years before. And those years when he was sick were, like, the closest that we all were. It was yeah. just, like, constantly getting together, rallying. So, yeah, it's in- it's. Yeah. So this has been the Thanatos moment of the podcast. <laughs> the what? Thanatos. What's that mean? Death, basically. Okay. I remember like uh, poetry class, Eros and Thanatos are the, oh, the spirits okay. that animate yeah. most literature, right? This will be a regular feature of season two. <laughs> the Thanatos <laughs> moment. Oh, We're going to get in trouble if we have an Eros moment. <laughs> Um, moving on Warning. to the bucket list. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you made fun of me for doing for for even bringing up the idea of a bucket list, which I, which I have to tell you, I I listened back to it like earlier this week. Was I mean to that episode? No, it was just funny. And I remember one of my friends texting me that her it was her favorite part of that episode was you shading me. Good. Where you were like, uh, bucket list, such a Whitney thing to do. It is. It is. I stand by that. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? I was all talk. I didn't even make one. Not one? I had a like, running list in my head, but I didn't even make one. I just, I don't know. I feel like um, this, I feel like this summer, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad summer at all. Of course not. But yeah. it wasn't, I also don't think I'll look back and be like, that was one of the best summers of my life. It just felt really busy. And I think that I'm finally... Imagine having how, two kids. How busy like, it would have felt if you had a list of stuff that you felt like you had to do. Excellent point, Drew. Excellent point. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm no, just no, no. It in. No, but I don't know. I just, I think I kept all summer. I just kept thinking like, oh, it's just still the beginning of the summer. I'll get there, and then suddenly it was August, and then August was over, and I was like, oh, that happened. But I don't know. I feel like um, having two kids is finally catching up to me a little bit. Like the newborn phase, you could still kind of pretend because they don't really. I mean, obviously you're tired and they're newborns, and that's hard. But you can still. They don't. They're not really like people with personalities as much yet. But that's not true of an almost. She's almost one now, almost kind of. But but yeah. So I feel like. It it's just was busy, real busy. So I was speaking to a parent friend who has to stay nameless because um, this is private knowledge. But we're hanging out, and this friend said, you know, um, we had a positive test. Mm. And I, like, my brain went, what? 
cancer, AIDS, which a positive, and and then I went, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like it felt worse. <laughs> oh no, true. No, well, yeah. Once you have a bunch of kids, yeah, there's more. Are you, are you, are they excited about it? Yes. Okay. Yes. They're, they're on board. (laughs) Me. You're like, Ooh, it's about to get real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Three kids is a lot of kids. That's what I think. Yeah. Oh, this is their third. Uh, no, I'm saying no, okay. I have three kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will not comment on how many they have. I know. Look at me, like, trying to get to the bottom of it. I swear I'm not. <laughs> but I'm like, tell me, what's, what letter does their name start with? <laughs> it's an English letter. <laughs> um, yeah, so on our show notes, like, you, you well, said... Well, ba- I will say, yeah. So I did say in the podcast that I was going to have my banana split. That's my totally non-kid related... Did you do that? Yeah, I did that for okay. sure. Had Good. that in August was excellent as always i did mention that i wanted to go on the bike ferry because that's been on my list i didn't do the bike ferry i don't know that's okay it just was just went fast yeah i get it i get it yeah so i didn't keep my list in my head but according to our show notes what i said was ice cream cycle bike ferry and beaches yeah okay did you do any of those Ice cream cycle, you don't have a choice. He rings the bell, the kids come screaming. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Did that multiple times. uh, And that went well. And over the summer, he became a national news story. I know. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, Look for that. Um, Bike Ferry didn't do that. Did have a couple, probably not enough, but a couple really pleasant bike rides uh, with my kids. And that was a good thing. And that was a nice thing. Yeah. Uh, the youngest still hasn't figured out the bike, but she is determined. Do um, you have a trailer? We don't have a trailer. Is that a good way to mm-hmm. to for her to learn? Because like, oh, I meant like for her to just ride around. I should have done the balance bike thing, yeah. like from the start, and yeah, that ship has sailed. She she can go like a couple pedals, like she's right there, but isn't there yet? Send her to Justin Booth's house. It's hardcore. <laughs> you so can we, come home learned. and you can ride a bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And beaches. I didn't do any local beaches this year. Not even, not even like, usually my family meets halfway, the Pittsburgh people and the Buffalo people in Lake Erie. You didn't even do that? Uh, we didn't do that. It's, the schedules couldn't sync up. Right. Um, and so instead, I had to go to Pittsburgh first for uh, my grandmother's memorial service and then for another thing. Um, and so that weekend... For, for the other thing, I brought the whole family, and um, we went to Sandcastle, which is Pittsburgh's water park. Um, and so we we got lots of water slides and swimming pools and things like that. First example of not quite teaching my kid to lie, but sort of teaching <laughs> my kid to lie. Like, you had to be 42 inches. T- I think it was 42 to ride most of the water slides. And Leo... My middle kid, like, she was, like, 41 and three quarters. Yeah. And so we're, like, walk up there like you belong there. Like, walk up with confidence and just get in without hesitation. And they won't say anything. And that plan worked. That's a good lesson. I think so, right? I think so, too, yeah. A good lesson in life. Fake it till you make it. And then. Especially for women in the workplace. And that is great. You I'm are you are valid. Women. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But then, this is how women trying to hurt each other hurt themselves. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least the women that I'm raising. So there's one water slide that had the same height requirement. That was a double water slide. And it was the one that my oldest was most excited about. Uh In a different part of the park. So, like, we're... Um, I feel like I know. Where you know where this is going? going? So, like, it took us a while to get there. We get there. The two of them go up the line together all the way to it. They're about to get in. And the oldest, right before they get in the slide, goes, Hey, are you tall enough for this slide? I know, right? But she got hers because the attendant then measured the middle daughter, who was, in fact, not tall enough. But it was a double slide. So they both walked down the steps with pouty faces. Yeah. I thought that I thought that the youngest was gonna decide she didn't want to do it and then say, I'm not tall enough. Oh, that would also be a jerk move. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Red so, not your sister, but she got punished yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Didn't get to go. Which one of my favorite parenting tricks, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, because they me. all blend together. Yeah. When a kid tattles. Right? Yeah. The next question you ask is, what punishment do you think the offending kid should get? Right? And then they'll come up with something like extreme and will say, okay, well, that's your punishment for tattling. Whoa. Yeah. What if it's... That's probably not in the parenting books. (laughs) And my kids are hip to that. Certainly not the gentle parenting. (laughs) It's not a gentle parenting. No, but like what... Do you have parameters around tattling? Like it, it better be bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah like obviously, so, if they're like about to jump out a window, great, good yeah, job. But exactly. if it's like she, yeah, but really, it's like yeah, she looked at me. Oh my god. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, it's not hard to figure out what to tell and what not to tell. I just remembered a parenting high, or a summer, yeah, summer parenting family high that will basically go against the travel stuff that we just talked about okay basically back on team more team, team whitney no this is more team whitney oh you know i said i was like getting more on team drew but this is a solid team whitney take them okay uh we went to the u.s open and brought our baby u.s open is in tennis like okay. we i thought about golf we, like no <laughs> well tennis is just a step away sorry that's tennis fight, is like a thousand times house. more exciting than golf Okay, yes, but this podcast is a thousand times more exciting than golf. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll fight about this later. But I, we flew down to New York City. Viv stayed over um, with my mom for the night. We flew to New York, um, went right to the U.S. Open. Do you have to buy tickets to take children into the U.S. Open? No, you don't have to buy them. Well, maybe a certain age, but not, not for a baby. No, okay. and it was also community day during the day, so it was totally open. The grounds were open. Okay. Um. So and they had really some good doubles matches, and then we had we bought tickets at night to see the women's semifinal. So we got to see like Serena Williams play. That's exciting. She lost, but it was still really exciting. She's but that's baby. even more special because like you totally. usually don't get to see Serena Williams lose. True. Good way to look at it. Sorry. No, it's true. But we we brought her, and we thought that we were we were definitely a li- like a little nervous. Like this, is, we're pushing it on this yeah. one. But there were tons of kids there, tons of strollers, lots of baby wearing going on, even at night. Definitely less children at night. But That's awesome. And she did great. She didn't cry at all. Um, she fell asleep during Serena's match. Um, yeah. And our attitude was just sort of like, all right. 
if it doesn't work out, if we have to like leave a match, then we wasted some money, I guess, but we'll just, this is where we're at in our life. <laughs> I don't know, so, but we did it and it was really fun. It was worth it. I'm, she was up late, but she, she hung in there and we flew back the next morning at like 8am. We're back in Buffalo at 930 whirlwind trip and I'm glad we did it. So I will never take a toddler there. The lesson that never. I the lesson that I learned this summer, just kind of the other end of the spectrum from you know our listeners that are going to the U.S. Open. <laughs> My daughters, uh, when we travel, like we like to eat in the car because it keeps them occupied in the car, keeps them moving. We, My wife and I, we don't like Burger King, but we're doing, or we don't like fast food, right? But we're doing fast food, and Burger King has become our kind of go-to. Uh, when you're on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what we learned. Have it your way applies to kids' meals. Um, because my children, like, they like the kids' meal. They like getting the toy. But they've also discovered that bacon on sandwiches is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they learned this. I didn't teach it to them. But they figured yeah, it out. Right. So you can get that, though? Yeah, you can order the cheeseburger and ask, the, like, the cheeseburger kids' meal and ask them to put bacon on it. These are important life lessons. They are. They are. Because if they don't, then you have to like order like a regular bacon cheeseburger, and the kids have the Sophie's choice of I can have the food that I want, but I don't get a toy. And I'm like, do I really want to buy an adult sandwich for a kid that's going to eat like half a couple? Of it. Yeah. yeah. So they don't tell you, but the secret menu. Well, it's not a secret. It's have it your way. Yeah. Put bacon on that kid's meal. Because heart disease can't start soon enough. Okay. So. I'm glad we have thoroughly dissected or thoroughly discussed summer. Um, we'll talk next week about kind of what's ahead for fall and introduce a new feature. But before we do that, let's get to our recommendations. You've had all summer to think of one. Yeah, and I spent the whole summer thinking about <laughs> it. So I, I'm going to go with, and this is just corny, but it really, like, part of the reason that the travel went well is before I left, uh, we got Amazon Prime, mm -hmm. which includes Amazon Prime Music, and there are like a whole lot of like kids playlists, oh, including cool. way too much kids bop. Um, I feel like we've had a kids bop discussion on this. A little bit, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Basically, the verdict sword. is thumbs down on kids bop. That's my spouse's verdict. I, you know what, like. I you can do a lot worse. Yeah. What, but what, so we had to twist the kid's arm a little bit for this, and they learned a couple swear words. Um, but listening to the Hamilton soundtrack, oh my god, that engaged them and entertained us. So like it wasn't all kids' music all the time. Yeah. Um, and like that's a trick. Like from my wife when she was little, like musical theater was what worked for everybody in yeah. the car. Yeah. Um, so I my thing will either be musical theater. Or the Amazon Prime children's playlists. Okay, so my uh, recommendation is deleting your Facebook app for a little bit. Um, I oh. deleted mine for all of August uh, because I just, I felt like I, uh, I was just doing too much mindless scrolling. Mm -hmm. And it was helpful. I, you know, I, I... I've heard some people express skepticism about like digital detoxes. It's just kind of this holier than thou thing. And I am totally, 
I, I totally agree. I'm not going to say like deleting the Facebook app changed my life and my relationships are all a thousand times better. Right. But it just was a good reset for me, like habit wise. Yeah. And especially around parenting, I think it helped me be a little more present in some moments. Um, so it was nice. I would recommend it. Um, and it's also I've, it's also caused me to do some more thinking about like not needing to share everything. Yeah. Like I really, I don't know. Yeah. I shared my doctor's appointment today. <laughs> I like, see, but then I, I like, I, I really like reading certain people's updates. Like you always have really thoughtful things to say or funny things to say, but yeah, it, it, it was good for me personally to do. I don't think necessarily everyone needs to do it, but. And I have other friends that instead of doing the month long thing, do a digital Sabbath where it's like I've seen one that day a too. week. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. One of my, my sister-in-law, Amanda, actually a couple of years ago on Thanksgiving challenged all of us to delete our Facebook app for that day. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't just sit around scrolling and it was really nice. It was good. So yeah, I think that's a good idea too. Yeah. I like that. Did you, like a break on Sundays. Yeah. Or Saturday or whatever day yeah. you choose. Right. Yeah. So, all right. That is it for this episode of Just a Phase, and we are so happy to be back in your ears. Uh, Don't forget to uh, subscribe, review, rate our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you are listening to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at Just a Phase Podcast, on Instagram under the same name, or on our website at justaphasepodcast.tumblr.com. We will be back in two weeks to debut a new feature uh, for season two. Hint, it involves books. Just a Phase podcast is produced by Whitney Crispell. None of you submitted new original theme music, so our theme music remains Urbana Metronica Woo Ya Mix by Sp- Spinning Merkaba, and it is used under a Creative Commons license. Were you waiting all summer to say that? I, oh, Spinning Merkaba? Yeah. Oh, I love saying that, but I forgot that we asked for new original theme we music. We did, and none of you, none of you came through. You know what? I've got GarageBand. I'm going <laughs> to... No, I'm not. Don't you hear my voice enough on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Just a face podcast. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs>